All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Championship Rounds podcast. Today I'm with Jake. What's up, guys? And Nick. How's it going? This episode, we're, we're going to be talking about UFC 252, the big trilogy fight. Stipe Miocic versus Daniel Cormier. We get Steopic. Steopic. Get Steopic. All right, let's 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 get through this fast here. So, start off the night in the heavyweight division. We have Chris Dawkins going up against Parker Porter. That's a, what a name that is, Parker Porter. Try and say that ten times fast. Parker Porter. <laughs> and Parker Porter is a minus one twenty-five to win the fight. I'll go to Jake first for his prediction. Um, I'm keeping him short and sweet. I got Dawkins by TKO. In the say second round. By you, Nick. Um, I actually had the same exact thing written down. I got Dawkins second round TKO. Great. So, that means it's definitely not going to happen now. Yeah, oh. Gonna be the other yeah, guy. I'll be different. I'll be different here. I'm gonna say Chris Dawkins by third round TKO. How about that? Oh, there we go. He's for definitely it. not winning now because we all picked. Yeah, him. no. It's gonna no be way. a decision win for Parker Porter. So. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we have in the featherweight division, TJ Brown going up against Danny Chavez. And Danny Brown is a minus 164 to win. Go to Nick first. All right. Um, you know, this fight, I mean, I'm not going to say I know anything about either of these. I don't know anything about Brown or whatever the other guy's name is. But I'm, I'm going to take TJ Brown by decision. Book it. What's going to happen? Like Jake. Um, so this is Chavez's first fight in the UFC, and his past three fights have all been wins by KO or TKO. So you're going to keep the train rolling. I got Chavez by TKO first round. Yeah, these, these news guys coming into the UFC recently have just always like finished their opponent. I don't know. It's, it's kind, kind of a hit or miss. Some have been like really good, and then some of you know. I'll say Danny Chavez. I'm going to say first-round TKO. They come in there banging. But uh, up next in the women's – Pause. <laughs> in the women's, yeah, pause, <laughs> sure. It's a different type of show. Uh, in the women's strawweight division, we have Felice Herrig going up against Verna Jeb- – Jen- oh, I can't say this. Jandaroba. Jandaroba? John the Robo. Sure. We'll go with that, sure. And Jan is a minus 300 to win the fight. We'll go to Jake first. John the Robo by decision. Damn. No explanation. No, nah, I don't think there's an explanation needed. 15 and 1 against 14 and 8. I mean, it's usually a decision when it seems to be a women's fight recently. So, we'll go with that. All right. About Nick. I get the same exact thing, Janaroba uh, by decision. I don't. I mean, it might be a boring fight, but I just went with the safe pick decision. If it's not Nunez or like Cyborg or like Bullet Valentina, you know, it's not going to be a crazy fight. All right, I'm going to say Jeberdina, Jeberdina, Jeberdoba. <laughs> Jen, Jen, Jen Aroba. Jen, Jen Aroba. Yeah, sure. I'll say my second round submission. 
having a tough time over there, huh? Yeah, no, I can't say that one. That, that's the, I, out of all the names so far, it's the one I can't say. But, you know, we give what we get. All right, up next in the featherweight division, we have Herbert Burns. I believe this is Gilbert Burns' brother, right? Yeah, it is. Going up against Daniel Pineda. And Herbert Burns is at minus 250 to win. Go to Nick first. Um, so, I mean, if I say this, it's probably going to come bite me because that's just what happens. I don't really see any way that Herbert Burns doesn't win this fight. Personally, I have a first-round submission. If it's not in the first, it'll be second, but I'm going first-round submission. How about you, Jake? Yeah, I mean, Burns had a really uh, impressive showing at 250. He got a quick submission in like a minute 20. I think he does it again, but this time I got Burns in the uh, by submission in the second round. Yeah, I'm also going to say Burns. I'll say third round submission, rear naked choke. Oh, he's even picking the actual submission. Oh, we're doing that? Oh, he'll hook. Oh, yeah. He's going to win by head kick. <laughs> head kick. All right. Up next in the women's strawweight division, we have Ashley Yoder going up against, oh, man, Lazina. Uh, Lazina, that's a, that's how I think it's said. Lazina Souza. Go to Nick first. Um, I mean, I saw. I remember watching. I've seen Yoder fight, but with the seven and five record, I mean, it's sometimes the records are deceiving because you get to look at who they fought. And but to personally, Souza has eight victories by submission, so I'm going second round submission for uh, Souza. See, I really want to say submission, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Suze is going to take it by decision. If you, yeah, if you look at Yoder's all of Yoder's fights recently, it's all been decision. So I'm just going to say Suze by decision. All right, up next in the in the uh, prelims main event, whatever it's called, the prelims featured fight. We have Jim Miller going up against Vink Pichel in the lightweight division. And Pichel is a minus 125 to win the fight. Put a Jake first. I mean, Jimmy Miller's been around, you know, since like UFC like first started pretty much. So the only thing <laughs> the only thing is he loses like every big fight he's in. And those guys go on and become like, you know, stars. But I don't know, it's tough. I I want to say Miller, but mm, I don't know. I, yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna go Pichel by decision. We'll do that. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think he's gonna do it. I I don't agree with that. I'm going with the the 88 year old Jim Miller by decision. <laughs> give me give me Jimmy Miller. Come on. I mean, okay. if this kid's going on a title run, he's going on. No, a title. look. If this kid no wins, that's how you know he's going to become something special because anybody that has beat Jim Miller just turns into a superstar. Nah, Jim Miller's taking he, – he's going to win a title. Yeah, you want to, You guys want to know something funny here, right? So, Jim Miller's first appearance in the UFC was UFC 89, Bisbing versus Levin. So, yeah. let's take that, take that into consideration there. What was it? It was like – I think it was like 2008 or something. Yeah. 2008. He fought. Yeah, just looking through it, he's fought on that card. He fought on Brock Lesnar versus Frank Mir too. Fought oh on Saint Pierre versus Hardy. Saint Pierre oh. versus 
uh, Koscheck, Shogun versus Jones, like Diaz versus Miller, like that. <laughs> the Santos versus Shane Velasquez too. Shane, Shane, Shane. 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 <laughs> That's what I meant to say, but you know. But yeah. <laughs> Shane Velasquez, everybody. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. That's going to be a sound bite for the years. To come. It's like the, uh, Misha versus Tate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But uh, as a prediction, I'm going to say Jim Miller, first round TKO. He's coming in hot. Jimmy Miller. He's getting a W. Hey, I hope it happens, but I don't know. He's going on a title run. He's going to be the, fuck- he's going to be the lightweight champion of the world. Easily. It's not even a question. 95 years old. <laughs> yeah, all this lightweight champion in UFC history. Incoming. He's going to go up there. He's going to beat Khabib for his last fight. You know, easy. <laughs> all right. That's that's the prelims. Now we're going to hop into the pay-per-view, the good stuff here. So to start off the pay-per-view, we have – oh, no. So Magomed – Ankolev. Magomed Ankolev. There you go. And he's going up against Ian Kubella. K- no, Kutabella. Kut- <laughs> there you go. Kutalava. The lava, the lava. <laughs> names are doing me in today. <laughs> but that's in the light heavyweight division, and Magomed is a minus 300 to win the fight. What do you got, Jake? Look, Uncle Love won the first fight. I think he's going to do it again, and I think he's going to win it in the same fashion. I got Uncle Love by TKO in the third round. Um, I got uh, Akalev by first round KO. I mean, there's not really much to say about him. He's gonna knock him out in the first round. I don't know what to tell you. All right. I'm gonna say Magomed by second round TKO. Yeah, the other guy's gonna win, no doubt. When we all pick, <laughs> when we all pick one guy, it's just destined for the other guy to win by the by the <laughs> by knockout too. <laughs> all right. Up next in the bantamweight division, we have John Dodson going up against Marib Divashili. And Divashili is a minus two, two uh, minus two hundred to win the fight. We got Nick. Um, this was honestly a tough, a sort of a tough fight to pick. John Dodson's been around forever. I remember when he was at one twenty-five and he fought Mighty Mouse and all that stuff. But so he's gonna bring a tough fight. Um, he's not going to go down easy, but I personally got Divashili by decision. I don't, I don't necessarily know if anyone's going to get finished in this fight. Um, it's hard to tell, so I'm just going to go decision. John, I will say though, John Dodson's never been knocked out. He's never been finished in his whole, in his whole career. In 33 fights, John Dodson's never been finished. So I don't know if I see a finish here. So I'll, I'll go Divashili by decision. Um, yeah, I'm also going to go Divashili by decision. He's had a lot of hype since his last fight. He had a strong performance, but I, he doesn't, he doesn't seem like a finisher type of fighter to me. So, you know, it's just going to continue the trend that he's had for his past whatever so fights. It's just, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a unanimous decision again. Yeah. I'm also going to say unanimous decision for Marab Divashili. You just look at his last, so he's currently on a Four fight winning streak, I, I, winning streak, I believe. Yeah, it's four, and it's all been by unanimous decisions. So 
he just looks like he's going to be that decision type of guy. But he will. He but he dominates in his fights, so it's unusual. Well, he just can't finish it. You don't know though. This is definitely the biggest test. I mean, like Nick said, Dawson's been around forever, and you know, he's certainly no one to just brush off. Right. All right. Up next in the heavyweight division, we have old reliable Junior Dos Santos going up against Jarzinho Rosenstrick. And Rosenstrick's just coming off his first loss against Francis Ngannou. And he's a minus 145 to win this fight. So what do you got, Nick? Um, this is a tougher fight than I think. I think we know this is going to be a tougher fight than most people because people see. Junior Dos Santos, he's old and everything. But Rosenstruck just got knocked out in the first round. And you never know what that's going to do to somebody. Because he could really be shook up about that. You, you don't know. But I personally got Rosenstruck by second round KO. I just think if you fight Junior Dos Santos eight years ago, then he'd get smoked. But it's not eight years ago. It's 2020. Um, the year of the old Brazilian fighters. That's just what it is. I mean, Dana likes to throw him in every cat he can. If he can get 15 of them on the same card, he'll do it. Um, but I just I just think Rosenstruck gets it done by second-round knockout. Look, the uh, the casket dancers put down the casket, and they're opening it back up. So Rosenstruck's coming out, and I think he's going to get a first-round knockout. I think he comes back in a dominant fashion. So Yeah, I, I also got Rosenstruck – as at a first round knock, or I won't say first, round, I'll say like second round knockout. You got to put some respect on Junior Dos Santos. I don't know. You see, it's going to be one of those fights where he's either going to come out and pretend nothing happened and be like, "Yeah, I'm good. You know, I didn't just get put in a body bag. I'm, I'm fine." Or it's going to be like the Francis Derek Lewis fight. He's going to be, you know, very shy, and it's going to be a decision type of thing. I don't know. It's he's either going to finish him or it's going to be a decision. I don't think. Dos Santos wins by finishing him. I think if he wins, it's a decision. I will say, though, Dos Dos Santos in his last three fights, he lost his last two to Blazin and Gano, two top contenders. But then the one before that, he knocked out Derek Lewis. So, I mean, he's not not completely gone and out. He's not like a shogun. I will say, though, that was old Derek Lewis when he had, like, yeah, that's true. He tore every CL he has in his body, ACL, MCL. That was before Derek Lewis take a shit. That was before Derek Lewis became Derek Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> now this is new and improved, D-Lou. Yeah, D-Lou's funny. I think if if Rosenstruck loses this fight, that's really going to hurt his career because he's it's going to be hard for him to climb back up after you lose to a 36-year-old. It's just. I mean, it sucks too. I mean, I respect him for calling out Francis, but literally now you're known by all casuals as the guy – Who's who in lost, the, you know, yeah, who lost yeah, but he's in the, the casket dancers meme. Like, yeah. you know, that's just <laughs> – that's not a good way to be remembered, you know, especially if that's only your first loss. But Yeah, because that one was 249, right? That was – he fought – Yeah, that, that yeah was the first like everybody was watching that. Everybody, yeah. So, I mean, he, he became a meme pretty much. Yeah. He did, actually. I, I remember Barstool made the uh, – Yeah, the casket dancers. The casket dance, yeah. So, hate to see he it. He needs this more than anything. You don't want. I don't think anybody wants to be remembered for getting knocked out. I mean, even if you're ten and two, imagine people are just like, "Yeah, no, he's garbage now." Like that's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he'll be considered garbage if he loses his fight, but it's definitely not going to help his. uh, Yeah, but he's going to be fighting dudes like he fought before Arlovsky type of thing, you know. 
he's going to be back at the bottom. All right. In the co-main event, we have in the bantamweight division, we have the Sugar Show. The Sugar Show is back. Sean O'Malley going up against Marlon Vera. And Sugar Sean O'Malley is a minus 310 to win the fight. What do you got, Nick? Um, I mean, I'm picking Sean O'Malley to win this fight. I don't think he makes it three consecutive first-round knockouts. I think he gets it done by knockout in the second round. But I do believe he wins this fight. He has to win this fight. If he loses this fight with all the hype he's getting – it's gonna be it's gonna be bad for him. You can't be losing to unranked guys when you're getting hyped up to like get the next friggin' Conor McGregor over here. So if he doesn't win, if he doesn't finish Vera, I'd be disappointed. To be honest, I'd be very disappointed. Um, I don't know if I don't know if he's gonna finish him. Cheeto's no joke, you know. I mean, he got screwed against Song Yudong. He should have won that fight. 100. percent I don't know what the judges were watching, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Sean O'Malley. I, I'm gonna go Sean O'Malley by decision. I just I don't see Cheeto getting finished in this. Also, I'm really getting tired of the hype, like really tired of the hype. So after this fight, if he's still like dancing his way around to rank the opponent, I'm I'm gonna be over over the hype. You know, it's, it's just getting annoying now. After he wins this fight, he has to fight someone ranked. I mean, he just – he has to. He should have already. Like, this fight shouldn't even be a thing, you know. Like, you should, I don't know why, why, why is Marlon Vera going from being in a fight night, not like being a non-main event in a, in a fight night, to co-main event into a pay-per-view? Honestly, no idea. Well, that's because, you know, fights got moved and this and that, so. But, yeah, but still, you why think is – Sean O'Malley you, should You can find in? somebody better in the bantamweight division to fight Sean O'Malley. You yeah, put him up against Merrick Devashili. He doesn't. He doesn't want to hurt the stock. John Dodson. You could have done. You could have picked any of those two. That's not even worth the fight. Him versus Dodson. He doesn't want people that'll hurt the stock. I mean, Dodson. I think he destroyed, but yeah, he Devashili, wants to, You don't know. He wants to make sure he can make it look easy. He doesn't want it to be like yeah. a tough one because if he gets dragged into dirty waters and let's just say he's getting beat for the first two rounds and then he gets a knockout in the third round, that's not even. It's not as it's not going to make him look as good in these other big fights. So it's like he got to build himself up. But, I mean, he's kind of building himself up a little bit too slow for me. I, I want to see him in a rank, with, against a ranked opponent, like, right now. I think that would be I don't good. know. He, he just – he keeps talking on a lot of a lot of trash, you know. But yeah. the fights he's signing up for, they're not – you know, yeah, he, he's not he's only talking. Up. He's only talking about standing up. He's not yeah, talking yeah. about going to the ground at all. It's like, what's going to happen when, you go, when he goes to the ground? He's going like to lose, Connor. probably. It sounds like what Connor used to do. Like, I'm going to knock him out the left. What happens when you get your legs taken out from under you? It's like we saw what happened in that in that uh, thing. So it's kind of like I wonder if the same thing will happen to Sean. Like he's going to talk like, oh, I'm going to knock the guy out. What happens when he gets in there versus a wrestler? He gets absolutely thrown around like a rag doll. What's going to yeah, happen? If, if all you want to do is stand up and throw, and there's kickboxing you can do. Yeah. Like They do he that for a living. Kickboxing. Like you got to learn how to like be on the ground. I still want to see it. I want to see him be tested against the guy with good ground game. Yeah, like, you know, I'll, I'll accept this fight for now, but if it's not a ranked opponent next time, it's kind of a hype job. Yeah. I think it will be, especially if he wins by dramatic fashion. Yeah, I'll put my, I'll put my 
my prediction. I'll say Sean O'Malley by third-round TKO. If I'm being honest, I think he may have a hard time with this one. I do, too. I think it's going to be a scrap. Yeah. Because Marlon Vera, you can't sleep on Marlon Vera. Dude, he's tough. tough he should have won that last guy, fight. Yeah. He should have won that last fight. 100%. You also look at Marlon Vera. He all is shorter by a couple inches. His reach is short by, wow, what is it, one and a half inch. So, I mean, if you're trying to get – they're really trying to build Sean O'Malley with anything they can right now. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, Sean O'Malley has, like, a higher takedown advantage over Marlon Vera. So, I don't know. I find that a little funny how <laughs> – yeah. They give him a guy that can only stand up, but but uh, yeah, Sean O'Malley is also doing a lot on his own, trying to build his his name. You know, he's got his own podcast now. He's got he's doing streaming on Twitch. He's doing all that sort of stuff. So he's really trying to build it. I don't know if it, I don't. If you ask me, too early to tell. He's going to be a hype job, probably. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to build it. Like with the podcast and everything, but the thing that's going to build it the most is in the octagon. That's that's what's going to build it the most because if he goes in there versus top competition and it makes it look easy, then you know he's something. But if he goes in there against top competition and starts to struggle, then we know maybe he's not on the level that he. T- yeah, especially he especially in the bantamweight division. Like you're talking yeah. about one of the deeper divisions in UFC. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like absolutely. you put Sean, Sean O'Malley eventually down the line is probably going to have to face Dominic Cruz. Like how's that going to work out for <laughs> Sean O'Malley? That's if Cruz comes back. But yeah, I, I, if, that'd be a great fight though. That'd be killer to see. I don't know. Even like, look, if he like makes his way up to the top, you still have even like TJ or yeah, a ton of yeah. guys. You got, you maybe, you maybe have, and you maybe have, a triple C coming back. Yeah. The fight's right. Yeah. Triple C, I think I think he wants that one forty five belt. I think that's he what wants, he wants. He wants Volkanovsky. Yeah. But I, I will say know. though, I O'Malley mean, that's, said that that's a good fight for him though. It is. I will say though, O'Malley was talking about how he believes he can beat Pete uh Jan and everything, but it's like you got to be fighting guys ranked to be able to say you're going to be able to beat Jan. And it's like, Jan is not going to be easy. Like, he's going to freaking – he hits like a truck. So, there's no guarantee he wins that fight. And he, he also said, like, he would smoke Cody. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think he smokes Cody. I mean, he got, he got a sick knockout on Eddie Wyland. Like, wow. Yeah, Eddie Wyland. Congratulations. Yeah. Eddie like, Wyland could probably get knocked out by, like, some third grader. I mean, come on. And then he was trying to say that his knockout was better than Cody's and this and that. And it's but like, Cody's all right. was against the Sun Sal, who's like a proven. Exactly. Player. You know, he's, he's a legend. So he's been around forever. Yeah. Fought everyone. All right. Main event time. So we have the trilogy. It's finally being completed. Steopic. You have Steopic going up against Danielle Cormier. <laughs> Danielle. Danielle Cormier. And so. The odds right now, and Stipe is a minus 105, and Daniel Cormier is a minus 115. What do we got, boys? Oh, you're killing me with this one. This is, probably, this is one of the closer. This is a very close fight. I got Stipe fourth-round knockout. Stipe fourth-round knockout. I'm going to tell you what. I picked Stipe all three fights. The first fight, I still say it was a fluke. All right, he got lucky. I don't know what Steve was doing, but he caught him with like a – it looked like a forearm or an elbow or something right to the right to the temple. That was it. 
I mean, good for DC. He's a great fighter. You know, that was cool to see him become champ, champ, this and that. I mean, he beaten John Jones a late heavyweight anyway, so he had to do something. Um, as soon as they announced the second fight, I said Stipe from day one. And that fight, he was he was definitely getting worked by DC, but he had the greatest comeback slash, like, changeup I've ever seen a fighter pull off in a fight and then win the fight. So... I think he does it again. I don't think he'll have as a hard of a time as he did in the second fight. I think he knows what to expect. I don't know. I mean, DC could just wrestle him the whole time and try to steal the win that way, but Stipe's even, wrestling ain't that bad. Even, so. Yeah, I was about to say, even then, Stipe's wrestling is not bad at all. So, I don't know. I I just I don't see a way Stipe can lose this fight without just getting caught, you know, by surprise with something lucky. But I, I don't know. I think Stipe gets a done fourth-round knockout. This one, what I want to see happen is not what I'm going to go with. I want DC to win the fight and go out being the champ because I think he gets a little bit disrespected in the grand scheme of the UFC in terms of, like, some of the best fighters because he looks like a milk dud. He looks like a freaking brownie. <laughs> he uh, looks like a milk dud. I mean, like, wow. <laughs> if you look at, like, his body shape, it's just not what you'd want Brutal. ideally. But it's like... The guy is only – he lost to Stipe and then John Jones twice. Only one of them will show up on the record. Those are arguably the greatest fighters in each of their divisions. In their divisions, absolutely. No, you, you can't take anything away from D.C. I mean, D.C. is one of the best, you know. I'll go on the record and say that. If D.C. wins this fight, I think it would just do it – would, it would be crazy for his I mean he's already going to go down as a one of the greats but I mean if he were to win this fight it would be unreal but I actually have Stipe by decision I think it's going to go all five rounds and be a close fight I just don't I don't know if I see DC going out getting knocked out I don't know if I see it like that I think he's going to do everything he can to stay away from that but at the same time wouldn't be surprised if DC somehow pulls it out like I, I wouldn't be surprised so I'm going Stipe by decision, but I'm kind of hesitant to make that call, but I'm going to have to. I'm going to say Stipe by fifth round TKO. Because all Stipe needs to do really is go deep into the fight. And I think he has a really good chance I of agree. winning this fight. That's why I said, you know, fourth. I definitely I could see fifth, or I could even see decision. Imagine if it was like a decision and it was a split. Draw. A draw. That would be tough because then you can't retire on a draw. No, but even if it was a split, though, like, you talk about cutting it all the way down to the line, you know. Yeah. I don't think it will be. I think, you know, Rob, like you said, the longer the fight goes on, DC's got a good gas tank, but yeah. not to the level where, yeah, like, the Stipe, doesn't bother him. Yeah, Stipe can do it. Can can be the same in the first round and the fifth round. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I said, go back to the second fight. He was getting killed. And then all of a sudden pulls out this changeup of body shots and wins the fight. I think uh, I I have a feeling maybe I don't know I'm not 100 percent sure anything could happen but I think DC might start off like good I think maybe like the first two rounds he wins or something but I think Stipe starts maybe wins the last three or something to that effect it might not be like that at all but we'll have to see. Uh, so from listening listening I to agree. DC recently just in like just like the the uh, embedded series and different interviews. He's saying he's going to use all parts of his game to win this fight. He knows that he can't stand with Stipe now the whole time. 
Is he going to try kicks again? Is he going to try a head kick? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. No, what that means is, AKA, I'm going to take him down and see what happens. Because in the first fight, knocked him out on the feet. It was lucky. The second fight, he stood with him for four rounds and did really well. And then, I mean, I think he dominated that fight up until the point Steve Bay came back. I agree with Nick. I think he'll come out firing like he usually does, but he's going to move it to the ground this time. Now, question I want to pose. Where does – so, say this fight is as good as the first two, right? Because both both fights we know are, were pretty good, right? Mm. Can we agree? Second Maybe not the bad. first one. The second fight much better than the first one, of course, but the yeah. first one wasn't bad. Yeah. It was just quick. Can we agree with that? Yeah, yeah well, I agree with yeah. that. I agree with that. So, saying that this fight is good, right? Where would this rank – as top trilogies in UFC history? Ooh. I don't know. I'd probably have to put Shogun and Nogueira above all of them, just saying. Yeah, obviously. I mean, <laughs> when you get when you get two guys combined aged 10,462 10, years old and they're still going out there throwing bombs and stuff, I mean, you can't. <laughs> you can't beat it. And, like, they fought three times 50 years apart each time. You can't. There's no other trilogy like that. No, but I mean you're absolutely right. <laughs> I don't know necessarily where this trilogy ranks. I always thought that if Connor and uh, Nate Diaz had that third fight, that would rank. That would be great, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know though. It might be it might be a little too late now for like yeah. Nate at least. You know. Yeah, Nate. I think Nate would be screwed in that fight. To be like, I know Connor rarely fights like once every like eight years or whatever. But I'm I just think I don't know. I take Connor in that fight by knockout. It's just. If that ever happens, that will be my prediction no matter what. So, I mean, as of right now, I think it's you got to rank it at the first, the number one trilogy, and it hasn't even happened yet. But yeah, really, I mean, better what, than Couture, better than Couture Lindell. Yeah. That's kind of tough because then you, yeah, that is tough. Yeah, Penn versus um, who was it? <sighs> I can't think of it. He was, uh, why am I blanking on his name? BJ Penn in any trilogy above. <laughs> I don't know. No, but like old BJ Penn was disgusting. You know? Yeah, that's true. I'm going to look it up. Hold up, hold up. I'm going to look up the list of trilogies so I can get it in my brain. Yeah. I know. I'm trying. I, I don't really. I can't think. Yeah, of I can't think. I know Forrest Griffin. I, I, I remember one fighter. I can never remember the second fighter. <laughs> Oh, Velasquez. Velasquez Dos Santos two. is a decent one, no? Tito Ortiz was in two. He fought uh, one with Chuck and Forrest Griffin, and he, he fought them in a. Edgar Maynard, that was a good one. Edgar Maynard, it was the. Uh, I think Maynard won the first one, the second one was a draw, and then Edgar won the third. I feel like for a good trilogy, they have to split the first two. Like, it can't be like a 2 0, like, um. Tito versus uh, Chuck, yeah. Yeah. Tito versus Ken Shamrock. Um, Tito won all three fights. It's like Yeah, I mean, Tito killed him, yeah. Yeah. I I still think, though, this could top all of those because one, like you said, split. Also, I think Stipe is the best heavyweight of all time. Yeah. By his record. I mean, he can't really deny that, especially considering he has the most defenses. And DC's a legend. He'll go down as one of the best. Yeah. You know, 
I don't know. This, I, one, this one's a big one. I think I definitely also now now that this is his retirement fight too. That makes it even bigger. Oh yeah. Also, this is like Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair in WWE. Yeah. I know yeah. we probably just lost like every one of our viewers, yeah, but that play, that man. that needed to be said. No, that, you're right though. It's that it doesn't thing. matter you're if like, you're a wrestling fan. It doesn't matter if you're a wrestling fan. You get sad when you watch that. Fucking no, fight. see, it's like it's like the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels are like. 26, you know? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Type. With Triple H as the uh, the special guest referee. I remember that. The end of the era. Like, yeah, that was a big one. We also got um, GSP versus uh, Matt Hughes. Yeah, that that's the one I was thinking. Yeah. Matt Hughes, that's, GSP. Yeah. But I would say uh, Chuck Liddell and Katora probably number one right now. But I think this this trilogy has a chance. And I think if Diaz-McGregor 3 ever happened, that might surpass all of them. But I if do, Khabib, if Khabib Connor happens, that'd be massive. Yeah. You're lucky to get a second fight, right? You ain't getting yeah, a third. The only reason why I'd say about the the Diaz McGregor fight is just because you have the first fight where it's like, it's it's like good stand up exchange, and then Diaz takes him down, chokes him out, and then the second fight was just all friggin' bombs away. Both guys were like beat up, and like nothing's better than that. I, I don't mind a good ground game, like a good, but like. There's nothing better than guys standing up for five rounds just throwing bombs. Oh, but yeah. Absolutely. Just look at Diaz's leg. I mean, it was toast. Those kicks. Wait, yeah, is that all we got for this card right now? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a Steve good fight. Stipe all the way. Stipe. Oh, I didn't even give my no prediction. I didn't, I didn't even give my prediction. Yeah, you said Stipe by fifth round. Uh, oh, that's right. I did. It's been a minute. All right. Do we have any news we want to talk about? Go to Jake first. Have you got anything to say? I don't know. These pay-per-views, these upcoming, like, main events and pay-per-views are kind of making this card look kind of weak. You got Izzy and Costa in September. You got Khabib and Gaethje. Or I should say Khabib, since we're on that topic. Khabib. We need Khabib. Shout out to the legend, Joey Diaz. Um, you know, so you got Khabib. He watches, he watches the show. He watches the show. Yeah, he's a big fan. That'd be the greatest achievement ever if we got Joey Diaz to watch the show. <laughs> um, also, we got Whitaker and Cannonier on that card, and I believe there's another fight, but I forget what it is. And just announced, we got Cody Garbrandt versus Diverson Figueroa for the uh, flyweight. And we also got Valentina Shevchenko defending against Maya, so... Yeah, we get big Covington versus Woodley probably too. Yeah, that too. And then Robbie Lawler and who was it? Is it uh Magny or is it Yeah, Neil? I believe it was Neil, Neil Magny. Magny. Neil Magny? I, I don't forgot they're both hyped for that fight, but Neil Magny's fighting everybody now. Yeah, Neil Magny would fight. Is it Neil? Yeah, I think it's Neil Magny. Because he was originally supposed to fight Jeff Neal, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Magny now. That's a that's a, a big fight. I have a weird feeling about the Adesanya Costa fight. I don't think both of them make it to the scale on that. I think one of them gets injured or pulls out or something. I just have a weird feeling about it. Yeah, boy, I mean, it's almost too good to be true for this year, you know? Two guys that are undefeated. Yeah. For a belt on a pay-per-view. Yeah, and then Izzy drags it out to the fourth or fifth round and then just kills him. But, yeah. All right, buddy. Yeah. I, I don't see Costa blasting with the gas tank, but who knows? We'll get to that in time. But, yeah, I mean, you got that. The Khabib Gaethje fight is probably going to be fight of the year or close to it, I would say. Probably, if you yeah, get, I'd probably say fight of the year. It's going to be get, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. would be, like, the most disappointing thing ever? 
And like I could definitely see it happening. I know Gaethje's good on the ground. If Khabib literally just ragdolled him for five rounds, I would like I would I don't call think it's gonna happen though. No, we're yeah, I mean I Ga- we happen. all forget that Gaethje's ground game is actually pretty good. You've just yeah. never seen Gaethje's never really used it. He just goes out there and he just throws, he just never throws yeah. No circumstances can he because Khabib likes to push his opponents towards the cage and then take him down. If 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 Gaethje starts going towards the cage, it's not gonna be good for him. It's just not like Khabib will literally just sit there all day and just pick rounds and just keep getting rounds, rounds, rounds. Before you know, it's going to be the fifth round. Gaethje's down four nothing, has to knock him out. It's like you don't want to see that happen. So like, Gaethje's just got to hope it's if it stays standing up. Obviously, Gaethje has the advantage. Khabib can only land one right overhand. I mean, he's not he's not great standing up, but it's just you can't you can't get pushed against the cage like Khabib does to all his opponents because that's exactly what he wants you to do. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we got something special in Justin Gaethje though. Yeah. He he can if if anyone's gonna beat Khabib, it's either we thought it was gonna be Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Now it looks like it's gonna be Justin Gaethje. If anyone's gonna beat him, it's that. If, no, it's gonna be GSP in April, but I didn't yeah, say I didn't that. About that. that. That's what I was just about to bring up. I didn't say that. I didn't say that though. I no, think he's not confirmed. I don't know if GSP does. I think he's well. Let's just see. GSP he... wants to do it. Yeah. So GSP... he's gonna do it because his his father, uh, Khabib's father, who passed away, all his dream fight was to have Khabib versus GSP to finish off his career. So if GSP does it, it's one because the check is fat, but two because he's a good guy and it's out of the goodness of his heart. To... So if Khabib wins, let's just say he beats Gaethje, GSP. Let's just say he somehow wins both those fights. That would be what thirty and zero, right? He's retiring. That's said big. That. That's he'd be like he'd kind of be like the the Floyd Mayweather of UFC. Everyone yeah, but I mean, also though, like you've beaten Connor, Gaethje, and GSP. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Khabib. He's great, but like yeah, the it. people he's beat. That's it, basically. Ally hey, don't forget. I was about to say, don't forget about Ally Quinta. He gave him a rough Rage fight. Now. Big out. We gotta get out of the re- we gotta get out of the rematch. I mean, come on, he's taken it this time. If Gaethje if Gaethje pulls out, give it to Al. There's no doubt about it. You give it to you give it to Al. He wins that. That's a way to lose. You know what I think should get a title fight. What is it at two hundred five or is he heavyweight? Jean Volante. I think he I think he's a big time challenge. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Chris Weidman. Huh. Oh yeah, true. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's back. That was the worst performance I've ever seen. <laughs> that was horrible. And then and then now I, Martin uh Martin Vittori is calling him out. And so. Luke Rockhold, I think. Luke Rockhold called him yeah, out. Yeah, Luke Rockhold said he did he was gonna come back. Dude, yeah, I think he did see the fight to, the only fight that you can actually make with Luke with Luke Lockhold. There you go, guys. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's been rough around these streets, but the only fight you have for him. Is the trilogy fight against uh, against Bisping? Nobody wants to see it. Bisping's not for time. Bisping's done. If it's against Luke Rock, I I was about to do it again. (laughs) If it's it's against Luke Rockhold, he'll do it. Nah, I think he's that with his his job at the uh, the commentator booth. I think he's good to go. That was great though. Like I've never liked Rockhold because he's like a dink. Like I just don't like the guy. Like, and when Bisping knocked him out in that first round, I remember watching that fight, and I was, like, dying laughing because Rockhold was, like, at the beginning, was, like, was, like, taking him lightly. He's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Bisping just catches him and just. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then after the press game, the press conference after, he's like, are you okay, buddy? I just knocked you out in the first round. <laughs> yeah, Bisping, honestly, we all sleep on how funny Bisping was. Looking for a fight. He got that pearl. He got, he got that pearl in the freaking Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for a fight or whatever it was, the, uh, oh, yeah, the, the knockoff or looking for a fight. I want I want I want uh, Bisping to have his own show. That's what I want to see. I could see it happening. <laughs> no, but I definitely I like Bisping and Sarah more than I like Bisping uh, Sarah and Dean Thomas. Dean Thomas is like funny, but he's kind of like he's not really that funny. Uh, like I'm just gonna be not like, as funny as Bisping. Bisping's more funny. Yeah, for sure. He might have lost his job. It's <laughs> like Nick the Tooth. Yeah, remember Nick the Tooth? Please stop. <laughs> Oh man, throwbacks right there. All right, is that all we got? Oh, one more thing. Corey Anderson went to Bellator. Oh yeah. Yes. So I, Nick and I were actually Nick and I were talking the other day about Bellator. See, Nick and I believe they have something brewing. Yeah. They've yeah, got right. some. They've got some. Like they're not going to ever be as big as UFC, right? Yeah. But not- they'll at least be respected. Soon. I, I think they'll be respected, especially they're going on what, CBS now? Yeah, they're going to CBS now. Oh, a much oh, better. The whole thing with the zone, the zone's screwing everything up with everything. So I, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if the zone goes down, just folds or something. But they are going to CBS Sports, and they, they are, they, I mean, they just picked up Corey Anderson. Oh, yeah, that's huge. No, it is. It is. To be honest, they can build off of that. Yeah, man. I just beat Johnny Walker. Let's go. You know, <laughs> it's like all right. No, but the idea, like I like we just said, they're never going to be as big as UFC. Bro, Maybe you just had Sergio Pettis main event a card for you. <laughs> the one person they have going for them right now is Dylan Dennis because he was with Conor McGregor. That's it. I'm sorry. Corey overtime Anderson, he don't do nothing for Bro, him. I'm telling you, he's gonna like we're gonna see Bellator rise up, right? And then we're gonna have Bellator versus UFC. We're gonna have one joint card. So we're gonna have like the Monday Night Wars over again. You know, yeah, like we're gonna have, have, Bellator doesn't Bellator's on Friday nights, not uh not Saturdays. I will say though, yeah. there is some fighters in Bellator that I would like to see in the UFC, like uh Douglas. Oh, no, I agree. Uh Dude, if you can get Dylan Dennis in the UFC, that'd be huge. There's also this kid, TJ McKee or whatever. He's like 16 and 0 in Bellator. I think he's at 170, but he's like 16 and 0. That could be something. Dylan Dennis, yeah, Dylan. And then also, uh, what's his name? What's his name? James Gallagher. Yeah. yeah. McGregor. The young kid there. Yeah, the knockoff yeah. McGregor, the Walmart yeah. version. Yeah, Walmart. No, I think Dollar Tree McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'll see. We'll see. We'll see about Sean O'Malley. He's kind of like he's. I mean, he's not. Uh, he might. He might be a a Walmart McGregor. The way he's getting hyped up right now. Yeah, dude, I don't don't know. you forget about Patricio Pitbull. He's yeah. he's the G. Thirty and four, and then he's got his brother Patrick or whatever. Same as Patricky. Patricky Pitbull. Patricky. When I saw, it, I was like, wait, is that Patricio? I was like, no, it's a different Pitbull. Oh, it must be his brother. Has to be. They look exactly the same. I mean. Patricio and Patricky. I mean, come on. What a, what a name, Patricky. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bellator's got some 
interesting choice. They, 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 they really defensive. rely on older. They rely yeah, on older fighters now. That's the only problem. They don't rely on Ryan Bader versus like Matt Mitrione to be a your main event. That's not something yeah. you rely on. That's why you got to get a guy like Corey Anderson. I mean, who, oh yeah, that's so much better. Honestly, Lorenz Larkin, he was pretty good over there. Lorenz Larkin. I was hey, Hager, don't forget about Jake Hager. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nah, big he's, he's Jack Swagger from the WWE and he's Bobby Lashley. Oh Jesus, Bobby Lashley. Frank Mir. I'm looking at the roster. Yeah, right dude, now. Frank Mir versus Big Country. Oh, that's yeah. a great main event. Roy Nelson. There you go. We love Roy Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. Yeah, is Fedor coming back or is he like done now? Or he's no, always no, been there. He'll come down. He'll probably come back. For... He should come to the UFC and fight Olenek, have a, a Russian on Russian freaking battle. Bro, literally just one fight, like a one fight deal with the UFC. Make it happen. Make everybody's dreams come Him true. Versus Stiopic. Him versus Stiopic for the for the go. belt. Nah, he's too old now. But just give him like some like bum or something. You know, some. I, 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 I thought, I thought he, doesn't want, he doesn't want to go to the UFC. Fedor. Yeah. I thought Verdum was too old, but then he made Gustafson look like an absolute. Right, yeah, Ver, yeah, that was kind of sus, though. I don't know how you go from like putting on that performance against Olenek to like destroying Gustafson. And I did, I did say um, I told something wrong this, with that. If this goes to the ground, Gustafson is beyond screwed. You no, know, but there was something up though. That was. Uh, I think kids calling suspicion over here. I think Gustafson should hang it up. Like I know he says, "Oh, I want to fight someone else." You just lost to a forty-year-old. You can't come back from that. Oh yeah. Speaking of Bellator, that's where your next—that's the next guy who's probably going there is Gustafson. Fabricio Verdum. Oh yeah. Oh true. Verdum, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have Verdum. Uh, Paige Van Zant might go there too. Can't forget about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard. I heard some rumbling. I heard rumblings about Paige Van Zant wanted to go to Bare Knuckle. Bare Knuckle, yeah. That's no, not a good idea. That's definitely not. not a good idea. Who's he gonna go against? Freaking, uh, what's her name? Isn't it like Beck Rollins? Yeah, yeah, Rowdy Beck Rollins. Beck Rollins will piece her up over there. Dude, that whole modeling career she's, you know, got going for her, out the window. She goes, you have no face after that. <laughs> she look like freaking uh, Artem Lobov after that. <laughs> <Look> like, <laughs> it was like Polly. He didn't even hit me. It happened. His face is like flapping. <laughs> no, you know, you know. Like, or like Darren, you know, like Darren Till after the Whitaker fight was like, he didn't even hit me with anything good. And then like you, you look at like the fight, he got absolutely cracked like 50 times. Of... <laughs> he tore his MCL in the fight. Yeah, I heard that. How... Dude. Dude, everyone was sleeping on Bobby Knuckles. I'll pick Bobby him. Knuckles, baby. He looked I got... good. Yeah, I said Whitaker by decision. Who? What happened? Whitaker by decision. The Yo, that was only, sad, that's the only fight you got right. Yeah. I wish well, it was a draw. I wish it was a draw. Neither of them lose. It's the best outcome you could have got. I, I do. I like mean, both. Till it, it was more important that Whitaker won that fight because Till still, yeah. Till still young, still can move, still rebuild. Are they the same age? Not even just to say Whitaker's pretty young too. Like, I just think actually Whitaker him. might be a year younger than him. Really? No, he's. I think he's a year older. I think he's oh, twenty nine. Yeah. I think Till's twenty eight. I mean, also though, Till kind of got saved by the MCL tear because he could be like, "Oh, I couldn't move and this and that." You know, he looked scared that fight, but. Oh, I couldn't – I didn't have my mobility because my leg was hanging off, you know, type of thing. So, yeah. We'll see. I will, I will say, though, that takedown in the last round, I think that won Whitaker the fight for sure. Oh, yeah, that was fat. That was – might that have already won the fight to that point. No, let's not, let's not forget the fight that happened before that one. 
Big Shogun versus Nogera. Oh my! Damn, God. we're really going back. Like we're going way back on this. People listening to this must be like, "Wow, what is happening?" We haven't yeah, been what are we doing? We're going back. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Fedor's coming to UFC. Calling it. Definitely not gonna it, happen. Oh no! The, damn, Shogun's a light heavyweight. I was gonna say you could do Fedor and Shogun. Uh, Ooh, no, honestly, man. for it doesn't matter how old they are. I would still watch that. <laughs> Yeah, I'd still watch it. I'd be very if I had to pay for it though. I'd yeah, definitely not be. It needs to be like a yeah. UFC fight night, you know, not a not a pay per view. Yeah, it would need to, it would need to be for free because like I already know if I bought that, I would want my money back after watching it because it's just gonna be two old fights getting tired after the first five minutes, and like one of them either getting knocked out or just going to a decision. A lot of people thought Nogueira won that fight though. I've heard a lot of people say that he actually beat Shogun. To be honest with you, watching that fight, I couldn't have told you who won because it looked exactly the same. Like, it, it, I don't know. I definitely thought Shogun won the fight. I mean, it wasn't a spectacular fight by any means. I didn't really think it was going to be, but I definitely thought Shogun, like, pressured him a lot more. Imagine if we got, like, knockout of the year or that turned into, like, fight of the year. <laughs> That'd be, like, the first time 240. I mean, we got knockout of the year just last the last card. Yeah. Yeah, what's his, what was his name? I forgot Benil his name. Yeah, Dayush, yeah. Spinning, spinning back elbow. Didn't I? That was like back forearm. forearm. Yeah, it was like back forearm. Yeah. I think he was going for the fist, but he yeah, probably just, wouldn't have got the knockout like that. Didn't uh, – what's his face? Didn't Kevin Holland win again by first round? Yes. No, I don't think it was first, but Kevin Holland absolutely killed the guy. Maybe you – know, maybe he could be something. It was second yeah, round. I, mean, I remember the second. Because the guy he was fighting was really pressuring and throwing shots, but Kevin Holland was so much bigger than him. He was picking and choosing what he was throwing at him, and he hit him with a – I think it was a right. Oh, man, head snap back. Knocked his mouthpiece out of everything. That was, that, was a, that was a good one. And then, obviously, the greatest of all time, Derek Lewis. <laughs> greatest he's got to go to the bathroom, man. I'll tell you. And with that, is that all we got? I feel like we're just rambling now. Yeah, but we got to ramble because we haven't been on here in a while. So we got to like – yeah. yeah. We took a week stuff. off. We took a week off. Yeah, so we'll come back in another three weeks. We'll, we'll kind of <laughs> – yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll I will say, though, let's be real. Some of these fight night cards they have are like, why, you know yeah, – Honestly, like, I, I just didn't want to talk about it. Like, I like d but I just didn't want to talk about the fight. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, like, who the hell wants to tune in and watch a preview and then a re – you know, a result thing and this and that, yeah, like – we're like, picking and choosing now. Well, we're all going to have to start picking and choosing more now because we're going to college, so. True. I mean, you know. Back to like, college. Back to college, may I say. Pay-per-views, though, that's cool. You know. They, we'll do good. pay-per-views. Jake and I actually might be in the same room, too. Guys, look out for that. That's right. That was a weird way to say it, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, don't know how it's, I don't know how it's a weird way to say it. Well, how is the right way to say it? Um. There's really no right way to say it. We might be sharing a room. That also. No, I said we might be. No, in that the sounds same worse. Room. That sounds. I said worse. I said we might be in the same room, as in like we'll record in the same yeah, room. Yeah. So now we can have Zoom with two people in one screen instead of one. Yeah. And then I'll be exactly. on the bottom, just lurking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. I think that's all we got. Eh? Yeah. We might I think be we... back for the for the recap, but probably not. Yeah, we will. We will. I'll make sure. Yeah, we do probably. It. We might. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get we'll, we'll try. Next. We'll at least try. We will try. 
All right, boys. So, everybody, I want to thank you for watching another episode of the Championship Rounds podcast. If you liked what you saw, leave a like, subscribe here. If you couldn't, if you can't check us out on YouTube all the time, follow our Apple Podcast feed where you can get us all just on Apple Podcasts. You can hear our beautiful voices. But until next time, peace.